This is Young Jeffrey, the Young Jeffrey Show. We are back after a two-week hiatus. Uh, skipped a week, you know, for energy purposes. Then I end up having my son, so um, it's definitely been a great 14 days. But uh, I'm happy. Uh, it's been life-changing. And if anybody out there has not seen childbirth firsthand, actually being a few feet away from it, it was very, very life-changing. And it's a very vivid image that i never be able to get out of my mind uh, in a good way. So uh, shout out to my son. Um, he's doing well. He's healthy. You know, just under eight pounds. Lovely, lovely little man. Real chill. I love it. Um, today we got a, bit, a great topic. Today we're going to talk about habits, but not just the habits of life like we did earlier. Today we're going to talk about actually changing habits, actually changing behaviors, actually getting rid of some of the things in your life that you feel and deem are a waste of time and unnecessary. I'm going to give you an example. I know some people who are addicted to caffeine. They, they, they not only drink coffee, but they'll drink pre-workout before they work, go to the gym. They'll drink BCAAs when they are at the gym. They'll drink more coffee when they get home. They'll drink energy drinks. They'll Anything with caffeine, cappuccinos, macchiatos, you know, fraps, uh, lattes, anything with caffeine that can give them the instant mood stimulant, that caffeine buzz, they own it all day long. That's where they get their energy from. That is their source, right? So I know a girl, she said, you know what? I don't want to bite into the caffeine bug. I want to change my life. I feel like it's a waste of time for me to wait in the Starbucks line for 10 to 15 minutes every morning for me to pay the six bucks. Let me just go ahead and stop drinking coffee in the mornings, right? So Today, we're going to talk about how changing one thing can be a domino effect for other things in your life. Okay. So she stops going. She stops getting coffee in the morning. She's like, you know what, Jeff? I ain't, I don't, I'm, I stopped getting coffee in the morning. But not only did I stop getting the coffee, my skin got clearer, you know, and I was actually on time for work in the mornings as opposed to waiting in that line and either barely getting there or being a little bit late. So she was getting to work on time. She was saving six bucks every single morning and she started substituting the coffee, which would end up being like a Frappuccino or something like that with a whole bunch of sugar and added carbs and shit like that. Um, she substituted all of that for an herbal tea in the morning, something that calms her. Um, and it was pre-made. So it was, you know, she had it a week's worth in the fridge, just waiting on her every single morning. She had the discipline to just get up and do it every day to warm it up, drink it on the way to work. Didn't have to stop. That rerouted her, which means that she was not only getting to work on time, she was getting to work a little bit early. She already had her teammate, and her mind had one less thing to focus on that day. Now, on this new route, she actually ended up meeting her future husband on a train. That's a train that she never would have took if she was driving to work and then stopping at Starbucks, right? So she met her fiancé on the train, and now they have a child on the way. Right. So her whole life changed all because of what her life changed because she made the conscious decision to say, you know what, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop stopping at Starbucks for coffee every single morning. Not only did she stop with the caffeine buzz in the morning, not only did she get clearer skin, not only did she start saving six bucks every single morning, not only did she start getting to work on time, not only did she start making a healthier choice with getting the herbal tea, 
Not only did she start taking the train instead of wasting her gas, she found her future husband and the future father of her child on the train. Changed her life by making what? One decision. All right. See, behaviors can be good, bad, or they can be autopilot. A lot of people look at things as good or evil, right? Sometimes the, the most dangerous area is the area in the middle, right? Sometimes the most dangerous area is the area that's in the middle, the gray area. Sometimes that's the most dangerous because you don't know if it's bad or not. It's gray. You don't know. It's blurry. You're on autopilot. If you're autopilot and you have no consciousness of or no awareness of what's happening around you, you're just moving and you're going with the motions, that could be dangerous. Because you don't know where you're going. You don't have a sense of direction. Right? So the area in the middle, that autopilot area, is where a lot of people rest. That's where a lot of people live. Right? That's where a lot of people live. So they don't really know where they're going. So wherever life takes them, that's where they end up. And that's not how you want to live your life. Because that means that you're going to take wherever somebody's willing to give you. Instead of taking what you feel you deserve. Right. So a lot of people look at a lot of the behaviors that they carry out day in and day out as good or bad. Sometimes your behaviors are just autopilot. Sometimes they're mediocre. Sometimes they're average. They rest in the middle. Sometimes they're just there. Sometimes you're just there. Sometimes you just exist. Right. So when she was stopping at Starbucks every morning, she was just existing. That was just part of her routine. A lot of people look at success as something big or major, an event that happens in your life. Oh, now you're successful. That's not the case. Success is in your routine, right? So success is the process that you put in place to lead to lead to eventual beneficiary moments that are accumulated by compound interest along the way. All you have to do is be a tenth of a percent better than you were yesterday. If you can bench press 135 pounds this week, you can bench press 137 pounds next week or 137.5 pounds or 140 pounds, whatever. If it's a little bit better than last week, you've gotten better. That's success. Success is striving and getting better and creating a gain through compound interest over time. Success is in your process. Success is in your everyday routine. Success is not something that just happens to you. Oh, success. A lot of people look at success as hitting the lottery, right? A lot of people look at this, oh, I'm successful now. Oh, I hit the lottery. I made it. Woo, I'm successful. Success is what you put in place for yourself, right? So you put in the place to not stop at Starbucks for that coffee every morning. Six, seven other things come as a benefit to that one decision that you made. You thought it was just going to be a decision to save you a couple bucks. You thought it was going to be a decision that just saved you a few minutes getting to work. You thought it was going to be a decision that just lead to better skin. Or to break a bad habit, quote unquote. But it ended up leading to you meeting the father of your child and your future husband. Success is in your routine. Success is in your routine. That's all it is. Behaviors. We're going to talk about behaviors. Because this is the most important part. I want you guys to get this. If you guys write this down, make a mental note, whatever. We're going to talk about behaviors. Behaviors is when motivation, ability, and triggers meet each other at the same time. I'm going to to repeat that. Behaviors is when motivation, ability, and triggers meet each other at the same time. Everybody has triggers. Even the most peaceful, the most zen individuals in the world have triggers. Right? It's something that happened in their childhood, something traumatic, 
there's an event, there's something that takes them back to a certain moment that was quote unquote negative in their life. Everybody has a trigger, right? Trigger might be somebody charging at you full speed. Well, you might've got hit real hard in a football play in high school and somebody charges at you, you think you're going to get hit. That's a trigger, right? So you don't like people coming at you with that much momentum. That can be a trigger to you. You don't like people cursing at you because when you was in the house, your dad will verbally abuse you in the house. So when people curse around you, they remind you of your father and his language. So triggers can be a lot of different things. There can be a lot of different things that you don't even think about. Triggers, right? Every time you watch porn, it makes you want to go cheat. Every time, <laughs> every time you listen to music, it makes you want to be violent. It's a lot of different things that trigger you and sometimes you don't even know that they exist. But sometimes you are aware of they exist and you try to make a conscious effort to not put yourself in that predicament. Right. So triggers, those are triggers. Right. Those are triggers. You have the ability. Right. You have the ability to say, all right, cool. I'm triggered. Now, what do I do? Even though I've acknowledged that I have been triggered or I've acknowledged that this is my trigger. See, a lot of people, it's not just you can't just stop at the first step of knowing that you're triggered. Right. You can't stop at the motor. You can't stop at that that space where you've acknowledged that you're triggered. You can't stop at that space where you acknowledge anything. A lot of people acknowledge a lot of different things. A lot of people are so self-aware in 2019, but they forget the follow up. See, the follow up is the action you take after the acknowledgement. The follow up is the risk or the follow up is the action that you take in a response to your acknowledgement. So if you acknowledge something about yourself and you want to change it, the follow-up is going to be that first step to getting you to that destiny or that vision of where you see yourself after the acknowledgement. A lot of people stop at the acknowledgement and nothing ever changes. Right? So you're triggered, right? You're triggered. You have the ability to say, you know what? I'm going to follow up and change this. I'm going to reroute this. Right? I'm going to reroute this right now. The most key and juiciest part of this all is the motivation. How motivated are you to actually make the change? See, a lot of people, they can acknowledge things. A lot of people, which are pretty much most people. And I don't know anybody that doesn't have a trigger of some sort. Uh, everybody can. Everybody has triggers. Everybody can make this. Everybody has the ability to make that acknowledgement, right? Everybody has the ability to say, you know what, this would be a better alternative to this, right? But where do you find the motivation to actually make the change? Where do you find the motivation to actually say, you know what, I want to make a difference. I want to save money. I want to have longer, healthier relationships. I want to have better friendships. I want to be uh, better around my parents. I want to be a better father or a better mother. I want to be more efficient at work. I want to be better around the house. It looks like a mess around here. I want whatever it is that you want to do that you feel is going to lead you to having a more successful, more efficient lifestyle. How motivated are you to do that? Because if you're not motivated, you can acknowledge, you can have triggers, you can have a foundation of all the self-awareness. But if you're not motivated to implement the discipline and the consistency to day by day, fight that battle nothing's going to change nothing's going to change right behaviors our motivation ability and triggers meet at the same time so if you have a behavior that you feel is very very hard to break at this moment 
That means that something has triggered you. That means that you've over time developed the ability to carry out this behavior. And you've carried out the ability to identify the trigger and still act on it, even though that you've identified it. And it makes you feel a certain way once you do this certain behavior, once you carry out this certain behavior. So you continue to do it. It becomes a habit and it makes you feel that gratification over and over and over again. Sometimes it could just be opening up your IG app. Sometimes it can be having sex with a new person. Sometimes it can be going to a concert. Sometimes it can be watching porn. Sometimes it can be drinking a coffee, right? Whatever it is, whatever it is, you have to realize, you have to realize that it's a behavior that can be rewired. It can be rewired. That can lead to six, seven, eight other rewards as a result of you rerouting this behavior. Right? So how motivated are you to change? How motivated are you to identify this trigger? Right? We have we have these behaviors. Everybody has triggers. Everybody has triggers. Everybody's triggered by something. Everybody's triggered by a person, an event, or thing, something. The question is, how motivated are you to change once you identify it, once you acknowledge it? How motivated are you? You know, a lot of people aren't motivated to change at all. They're just able to acknowledge it, that it's an issue. You know, triggers, triggers are everywhere. You can be triggered by a lot of different things. You can be triggered by how you're feeling in that moment. I'm feeling a little bit down, so I need something to get me up. I need to bring somebody else down with me. You know, or I need to get this instant gratification right now. I'm gonna upload a picture because I wanna I want everybody to let me know how great I look so that I can feel great about myself. Whatever it is, the the ability to be able to identify those triggers in the moment and say, Wow, I'm wilding right now. I I was just triggered. Let me reroute this. Let me implement something that's not going to put me in this predicament as often. Because it may happen, but I don't want it to happen this often. I don't want to be this triggered in this moment every day. So I want this to happen, you know, as less as possible. So let me implement something that's going to help me out. You know, maybe the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is check my phone. I don't want that to be because maybe I'm going to charge my phone in the, in the next room. Maybe I'm going to buy me a little six, seven dollar alarm clock from Amazon. I'm going to wake up with that. And then, you know, I won't look at my phone for the first hour or two in a day just to get my day started. I might work out. I might fix me some breakfast. I might I might write in my journal. I might, you know, I might do something like that. I answer my phone. I start answering the phone at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'll be all right. You know, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Maybe your habit is, I don't know, maybe your behavior is every day you want to eat popcorn when you get off work. Okay, cool. So you get rid of the popcorn popper at your house. Get rid of all the popcorn, all the butter, all the extra salt, all the, you know, what is it? The the cheddar cheese. You get rid of all of that out the house. Now, in order for you to have popcorn, you got to go to the store and get all that you just got rid of in order to get the same popcorn. And most people aren't going to be as motivated to have the popcorn if it's not that easily accessible to them. I have stairs in my house. If I put my phone upstairs in my room, I'm less likely to reach over, go in my IG, scroll on Facebook, scroll on Twitter, 
check emails. I'm less likely because I don't want to. I don't want to walk upstairs, go to the nightstand, unplug the phone, come back downstairs and play on my phone. I'm not as motivated to go through my phone if my phone's not right beside me. Right. So you got to find your triggers. You got to find how to cope with those triggers. You have to even identify that there is even a trigger there. And that there's an issue there that's leading to something that you're trying to get rid of. That's leading to a behavior you're trying to get rid of. Right. Triggers. Everybody has them. But not everybody knows how to deal with them. Not everybody knows how to identify. And not everybody's motivated to change. Continuous behaviors. Continuous behaviors are with motivation, ability, and triggers meet at the same time. How motivated are you to change your life? <laughs>